<laughs> yeehaw. Or is it a ha ye type of day? What does that even mean? You don't know what ha ye? There's like a whole um someone did like a TikTok where they gave like a presentation on it. I feel like yeehaw is like yeah and ha ye is like yeah. Like the opposite of yeehaw. Like yeehaw vibes are like <laughs> gonna round up that horse. But ha ye is the horse round you up. This <laughs> is disappointing to me. <laughs> You're in Texas. You could have a a true stake yeah, in this game. And but here I don't. in Texas, <laughs> we don't say nonsense like ha ye. <laughs> I'll have to find that and put it in the show notes. That's a good presentation. I think it was I don't think there was anything else that it would be related to. Google? Ha ye. I don't know. Oh, there are just people in cowboy hats. That's not correct. That, well, that tracks. <laughs> uh, those, those cowboy hat hawies. <laughs> yeah. I just like, like the yeehaw turns into the haw ye. It's like just how fast the night changes. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I feel like how my parents must feel listening to the like all the time <laughs> yeah yeah you're like that. what is that even my i don't know where my dad learned the word riz but he learned the i word don't know riz. what that word is oh what is i don't riz? know how to ex- it's like urban uh, dictionary i've got it pulled up it's, it's like your ability to, to pull oh a guy who is cool no is that like a name or is N- this no, a guy who was cool but liked by everybody. The dude's dude. Sexiest man alive. Talented that's in what... every way. Though he doesn't realize it. I think that's like for the name. Like okay, those fascinating because like... I didn't actually know this. It's a shortened form of charisma. Oh. I did not know that's where that came from. I've only – I just heard Riz. Oh. But yeah, it's it's like your charm. Huh. Your ability. Didn't your pull. Need... Didn't know we need to abbreviate that word. <laughs> I it, Look. Riz. Someone who has a game. Huh. Riz. I yeah, think Riz I is funny. Know. I like I don't use it, but I love mm-hmm. people uh putting it into different things. Yeah. Like the Riz Master. However, I don't know how my 63-year-old white father <laughs> learned the word Riz. I don't know who taught it to him, but I would like to have a word because we were talking about Taylor Swift as one does. Uh-huh. Um and I was trying to get him to listen to Taylor Swift. And he was like, So if I listen to Taylor Swift, will that like up my riz and i was like what what does do you have, mean does he have I facebook was like, not anymore oh because i feel like my mom she gets like real suggested on facebook and so she finds the weirdest things and like she'll know some pop culture things that's and it's because of social yeah media. that's so fascinating and he won't tell me i was like who taught you this and he was like i'm on the internet and i was like what do you anyway but i was like you don't have riz and he was like i don't know what you're talking about i'm a wizard of oz and i was like Whoa. i mean that's a pretty riz thing to say pain i don't know if i'm using that correctly in a sentence it's not <laughs> cool so yeah yeah i saw that i was like i don't know what riz it sounds like lizard like no lizard. he claimed to be the wizard of oz because he's got huh. riz got riz is the new got milk i don't think that it is <laughs> anyway it's working its way you know there. who does have riz oh my god why do i not know his name what's his uh, name yeah i had to like it's galen um, Galen, Sean, yes. and then it's the Black Daniel. Yeah, I had I literally have it pulled up on Goodreads in my next tab because I was like, Hannah, what are their names? And I did not know. And I finished it yesterday. But it was a, a phenomenal book. It was. It was so good. It was. Indigo. Uh, we might be on the same uh, the the same page in terms of how much we remember because I read it like last I, month or something. I think I remember a fair. I mean, I took okay, a, good. The the notes that I took are chaotic. We can work our way through them. Um, but I remember the important was, things. Yeah, well, like the there was, fact that I would lay down my life for Hester. Uh huh. Because well, it's like one of those books where a lot happens, but not a lot happens. Like yeah. we got to like fifty percent, and I was like, oh my god, what more is left of this book? And a but lot. it didn't drag, and it didn't no. like it was paced very well for that to have happened to me. For me to be like, what 
can we possibly need? And then we did need it because it was fantabulous. And we did. And we did. Um, welcome to Romancer TBR. Mm-hmm. I'm Caroline. I'm Hannah. And, and we're doing another old school school <laughs> lesson. And get, thank God. Hop off the bus. <laughs> sharpen your pencils. Because today... Mm. We're learning from the one and only Beverly Jenkins. Oh yes, uh, oh, yes Indigo, to be specific. Mm. Mm. What a good book! It was so good, and I like the duality of Beverly Jenkins. I mean, either her books are like bonkers, like absolute, like the amount of kidnapping to not kidnapping ratio in her books is crazy. Um, but, like, it was just so soft. I mean, like I said, stuff still happened, but it was on her other end. Like, I don't think on, like, some of the chaos I've read. Because I read her um, Old West series before this, just to read it. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially the first two books of those series. Well, everyone's getting shot. A lot lot is happening. There are, like, bandits on the loose. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean the kidnapping. It was I mean, a lot of kidnapping in that uh, I mean, there's kidnapping in this one. And I like the first note it, that Wait, I, who gets kidnapped in this one? There's going to be spoilers um, in case you didn't yeah, know. We're talking ab- about Indigo in depth. Um, <laughs> Absolute so spoilers. Who gets kidnapped? Um, Hester. She gets kidnapped by Janine. Oh, and then, and then yeah. Janine. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So like- I forgot that was the climax. I was mm-hmm. just so distracted by the- um, the just very rich man who wants to buy her things and then just like kind of forces her into marriage. <laughs> in the hardest way. Respected so much. <laughs> I know. He was like, I actually refuse to listen to you say no anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna skip to the end. I'm just gonna stand um, up in church and say that we're getting married because um was his name like Porter or something? I don't know. Was I don't know slut shaming you because he's being cuckolded. And so I'm just going to say that we're getting married and you're going to say yes. And she was like, yeah. And I said, You know, it. sometimes these historical romance heroes just have to take things into their own they hands. They do. And I the, the one heroines <laughs> put up too much of a fight for their own good. The one qualm I had about this book is like, how did she resist that much? And like, she's stronger than we are. Yeah. And it wasn't really a qualm. It was just like, yeah, wow, she is so strong. Because I would not have denied any of these gifts. I would have wanted them True. all. I would have like, folded. I mean, I mean, she did make a good point at, at the at the point where he delivered like crates and crates of food, and she was like, "I literally can't even eat. Yeah. Like, it's gonna go bad." Yeah. What was the purpose of this? Mm-hmm. So that was that was a, a valid point mm-hmm. that I think mm-hmm. <laughs> she raised. I just like he was shopping, so like because they had met, and then because he, cause be he well, not even really met. I mean, he was stabbed, I believe, or was he shot? think he was shot shot he was injured yeah. i yeah. don't know i think i think it was it's been a hot minute shot. since i read this mm-hmm. so i feel like he was shot that makes the most he sense. was shot i don't know why i would say he was stabbed i don't know with what he would have been stabbed with um <laughs> a, a knife a <laughs> well it a seems thing. like for what was happening a knife and a sword would have been a little more random than a gun okay. um so the black daniel is like a very well-known member of the underground wait was he shot or was he just beaten up he well he was hmm, i'm so sorry listeners no he was beaten he was just beaten up because it was the um he rolled into town with the mother and son and husband and the slave catchers Uh were um they came upon them they believe because he was dressed as like an old woman um and they were supposed to be like his servants and they kind of got away with it. But then the slave catchers were going to rape the mother. So then uh, Galen like stood up, took off the dress or whatever. And was like, I, it's me. Hi, it's me. I'm the vigilante. It's me. And there then is, got beat up like crazy. There is a um, – I think it's a Bollywood movie that I watched because uh, Sandra recommended it to me. Uh-huh. Um because I, I like Bollywood movies, and she was like, if uh-huh. you haven't seen this, it's, like, actually 
balls to the wall bonkers and i was like perfect and it was mm-hmm. um and i cannot for the life of me remember the name of this movie right now Shout i will out. find it however it's like a spy mm-hmm. type situation i i don't remember the plot i remember it was unhinged though and in the the opening like sequence the queen of england who is played by some random person is on a train and there's like a crown i think or like jewels or something that is mm-hmm. clear they're clearly about to be stolen and someone comes in wearing a horrifying costume of her that is like it, it almost looks like her but not like something's wrong yeah. and steals it and then he like it's one of those situations oh, where like it doesn't yeah. look like he's wearing a mask but then he takes a mask off and oh, it's those. like a Scooby-Doo. gorgeous man um wearing this like insane queen elizabeth looking costume and he like stands on top of the moving train to take it off and it's actually one of the most ridiculous things i've ever seen and that is all i can think of when you said like he stands up dressed as an old woman and like rips the costume off i'm sure it's on youtube i'm sure we can link it um we will Wow. Yeah. Now I'm going to Alicia Silverstone in the live action Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, where she is um was she actually Jonathan Jacobo? Um she like has like the face mask and then she like rips Alicia Silverstone's face off and it's like this old man who was in jail for many years and in a bird sure. costume, pterodactyl. Yeah. Love, well, love that for us. Is like a hot version of this. Very hot. And yeah. Um, I have another point, but we'll go back to this one. So he gets beat up. Um, they bring him to Hester's place. She nurses him back to health. He is like not he is not receptive to being cared for. He's kind of a shitty patient. Um, he's like trying her patience. Um, but then once he's feeling a little bit better, they start to have nice conversations um and that's kind of like where they meet for the first time and then he has to go because one of the Levesque brothers or cousins or whatever um comes because they're like working together and um they go back to New Orleans I think because that's where that's why he has the French accent but um I don't yeah. know if well the Levesques are went. usually yeah. in New Orleans mm-hmm. from the various Levesque storylines mm-hmm. that I have read um and so so That's I know like I would first... like to marry into the house of Levac. Yes. Just for the record. Yes. It's just a house full of hot men. <laughs> I have to read that series. Well, because I read To Catch a Raven, which has one of the um I don't I don't know if she is in the family or if she just knows the family, but like she um the heroine of To Catch a Raven. It reminded me a lot of Indigo, um, because that man, he was a tailor, he's very hot. Um he like pampered her so hardcore because she'd like worked her entire life um so he like didn't let her do anything and it just baths and gifts and it was lovely um and the villain also got um transported she was sent to australia that but. happens to many uh-huh. well maybe not many but several beverly jenkins villains that i have read. which is which is lovely because like even with i believe his name was porter when he was like being a dickhole and like saying that he wasn't being cuckold or whatever and i just had like the most sense of inner peace because i knew that like any tangential terrible person's gonna get their comeuppance like i just loved it so like i couldn't be mad because i was like ha you're being cuckolded All terrible and people will be dealt you're going with. to get shot in the arm which was also okay i don't like janine but iconic of her to just like <laughs> when the narrator was like she calmly shot him in the arm i was like yeah i do support you for that um i did not see her i knew she was gonna like be relevant to the end climax because i just had seen it i think maybe before in like a beverly jenkins maybe like night song or something um but i didn't foresee the other the the traitor because there was a traitor oh yeah i do the, think night song has a very similar yeah one. yeah because it there's like this one the, like side woman who you don't mm-hmm. think is gonna be a he- like she's annoying yeah Honestly, yeah. I did not feel bad about it. There's one in um, Tempest also has a similar. Yeah, yeah because the um, where the, the somebody ends up being way more uh, relevant to the third mm-hmm. act than you expect her to be. That was an amazing. That one was rough to read. Um, uh-huh. 
that villa the her involvement yep. i mean and her yep. kid that book was a banger <laughs> it was a great book it, it was the book was not tough to read no if, you, if you're looking for a follow-up to either of those indigo to tempest tempest to indigo great follow-ups to each other because i had just read tempest um my favorite definitely in that series and like i knew i didn't know if the one-eyed was in that one because like obviously like i knew you talked about it and like i heard his name i'm like i didn't know if he lasted a few books or if it was just that one and it sure was that one i love the one-eyed pop yeah because that guy like strangled the woman and then he got eaten right yeah and then the bobcat died what a comeuppance for all it was great because the bobcat mauled a kid i was like well that was rude of it I like to yeah. support animals, but not that one. And Beverly so. was like, I take care of all my villains. Yeah. Even and the bobcats. Oh, what a great, great ride that one was. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, just having read like a few Beverly Jenkins like in a row and having read her before, I knew that the Janine wasn't going to be like ah, yes. good. The Janine. <laughs> the Janine. <laughs> um, but you still knew there was like the traitor and I had no clue what that was going to be. And I thought it was like a really well um, thought out, mm-hmm. not necessarily mystery, but just like, I, I guess mystery twist. Reveal? Yeah. Oh. Cause it wasn't again, like you felt bad for the traitor and then like how everything like shaped up. You're like, Oh my God. It just was more sad than anything. I was expected to be like angry, angry, but I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm sad. Cause, um, her sons had been sep- or her children had been separated from her. I don't know her name. Sorry to that woman, but um, she was like one of the nice older ladies in the book. Yeah, I'm I have fully, to be like, honest. I, I was, forgot so much of the external plot. I like know the plot. I just don't know the names, like because I oh. could barely remember Hester and Galen. <laughs> um, but she was she was like friends with the guy who was pining after hester's aunt it was a whole thing yeah it, it's all um, a little small town situation yeah so honestly it worked better to surprise me because i was like wow one didn't remember who this lady is two sad because she had been um separated from her ch- three children i believe and um hadn't heard of them until um the one son came back with the main villain Shu, who was terrible Mm-hmm. And you find out that um, her son is step siblings with or half siblings with Shu. So then it was a whole um, just really sad and twisted how the her son was then in league with Shu. So she was being kind of blackmailed into doing their bidding and like selling out different um, people on the run within that community because then she was trying to get information about her children. But then she found out that her children um, had been killed besides this um, Lem, I think his name was. Um, Mm. And it was quite fascinating how it like unfolded because you like found out how like this Lem person knew all of this information is because he was like around in certain times. And I thought it was really well done Um, just with you when you also had the kidnapping element. Um, Because I mean, literally my first note of this book was uh kidnapping is the best climax which could be a lesson i was like writing down potential lessons throughout and that one i wrote before i even read the book because i knew there'd be a kidnapping like i i knew there would be because i was literally like every one in that old west series i was like oh okay she gets shot kidnapped oh okay she gets shot kidnapped <laughs> I was like, oh god look let's not pretend that beverly jenkins was doing anything I, I mean, she was doing a lot of things different, but specific to the kidnapping, I mean, mm-hmm. she she was right in line with everybody at all the historical romance. Mm-hmm. They're all all the kidnapping. I mean, all, so much. Prior to reading those three in a row, I would say Lisa Kleypas was my that's like, true. There's almost always <laughs> was my top kidnapping author, but I think Miss Bev um, has topped even the number of Lisa Kleypas kidnappings. Um, which segues into my next lesson that I thought, which was there's nothing Miss Bev does better than revenge. Oh my because god, because yeah, it works. I, yeah, no, I got it. And kidnapping, in parentheses. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great um, point. Yeah, um, mm. I mean she does. Mm-hmm. 
It's I just, have to go backwards, however, to when ooh. he was still injured and she was nursing mm. him back to mm-hmm. health. Um, she makes him coffee mm-hmm. and she sweetens it with maple syrup. Yeah. yeah and she does. later. Yeah, he does. That is referenced because he continues to drink his coffee with maple syrup and that becomes a like they're like the servants are like oh you're so and well you know the master he drinks his coffee Mm -hmm. with maple syrup and she's like okay um i just bring that up because i tried it and now oh Oh, yes i don't even like sweet coffee really but Mm -hmm. i i okay i don't do it every time because that's a lot of sugar Uh but i do use it when i make like iced or like Mm. any kind of like latte type drink Mm -hmm. i will froth the milk with a little maple syrup very tasty that's also what i sweeten my um matcha lattes with but it's good in coffee but also just like as a sweetener in coffee just a little bit of maple syrup delicious wow i remember you talking about that but again like we talked through various episodes about a lot of that jenkin book so i was like mixing up things and things and stuff um and it's Um, very tasty so I'm just speaking on like reading that like the pining was through the roof that man was down so bad for her that's true uh, when he was like shopping for her throughout like the months that they were separated he was just like consistently just like buying her things so that the house was fully stocked when she oh my god yeah um also the vanilla if we're on the maple syrup stuff um she used like vanilla extract so then he was throw back to Elizabeth or I throw forward I don't know. To Elizabeth Everett, it's a perfect equation where Letty smells like vanilla and cake. And then um, Gray is like, wow, I want cake. This one took it up like 10 million notches because he like put um, like vanilla like extract all over her body and was licking it off. And mm. I also just love the scent of vanilla. So like I, I related. Mm-hmm. So that was I a fun time for me. think of this one as like, a historical billionaire romance there are like a lot of you could argue a lot of historical romance are also billionaire romances because like dukes Mm -hmm. they're rich but Mm -hmm. it's different like for me it has to be like this has the vibes of a billionaire romance where he like buys her a ton of stuff and she's like stop buying me things Mm -hmm. and he's like no also you're gonna marry me Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna buy you even more things Mm -hmm. i agree it's the uh, uh, what is that man's name? Harry Rutledge, another one. Oh, that, Harry! Like that's another historical billionaire romance mm-hmm. to me. Gift. He's giving. just a very rich yeah. man who wants to buy you stuff. I mean, honestly, gift giving is the sexiest love language to me because I'm a pretty good gift giver, and so like I would love someone who could give a better gift than I could. You know, that's fair. I'm bad yeah. at gift giving, um, mm. so that's not my vibe. However, I love receiving presents (laughs) i mean me too i i'm just i just love get like i can't say it's my love language because i'm not good at it but i Mm -hmm. just yeah i suppose a man spending a lot of money so that is a love language what you exhibit or is a love language what you want it's both okay yeah i feel like you show and receive love also love languages are bullshit i know but also valid in this case because truly he was speaking French, but he was also speaking Amex. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, I know you um said that maybe you don't recommend fully the audiobook. I see definitely like what was ha- like, I loved the voices she did for the characters, but I didn't like the like just body text that she was reading. Um, It seemed like very like, I don't know, fast or stilted or something, but I loved the voices for the characters, like the dialogue. Um, so I think it was like a twofold, you know, like I didn't love, love the audiobook, but I definitely didn't mind it by the end. I would not have read his um, narration in a French accent in my brain um, if I would have been like reading physically. And I appreciate it because honestly, it gave me a lot of love for the French accent <laughs> by the end of that book. When he's calling her baby girl, my God. I mean, I also noted by reading the Old West series that when Miss Bev uses baby, she does it so well because it's like very rare. She doesn't like, it's a mystery when it'll appear, but when it does, it's perfectly placed and amazing. 
And she this also one took is it a step. Really, yeah. really good at like specific nicknames. Uh huh. Oh my god. I don't, yeah. Was there one in this one? It I was mean, indigo. indigo. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hello. Yeah. But like. Oh no! I'm no, it was think... petite. Petite. Well, it was indigo, but he kept calling her petite. Really? Because mm-hmm. it was captured. So is also petite. Really? Yeah. He calls her petite because she's she's really short. So he calls her petite um. in that. And then I love. I think. I'm torn like Tempest and Breathless are both up there for me in the Old West series so like I kind of go back and forth which I prefer. Breathless the second one? Yeah Breathless though he calls her Duchess and has Mm -hmm. since she was little so I love that and then in Mm -hmm. Forbidden I think he calls her Little Queen because she's descended from African queens. Mm -hmm. Which that's a nickname that stuck in my brain. Little Queen? Iconic. (laughs) That's good. I don't remember I don't remember if Regan has one. Um, I just know a lot of Beverly Jenkins, the heroes have, like, really specific, like, not just baby, but, like, specific pet names for the heroines, and I eat it up. Yes, I don't know if Regan had one. I don't know. I mean, I love her so I mean, he called her Mrs. Lee. Yeah. Which is always fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun book. Mm-hmm. Mm. Evaluate my health, Daddy. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> yeah, that was a note I took. Um, no shame. Uh, yeah, I just the he he definitely kept calling her petite in this one, which was so cute. And then with the baby girl, the two times. Oh God. And then when they just like made mud pies, which sounds like a euphemism, but it's not. They <laughs> just went. Not- and played in the mud, which was adorable. Iconic. Like, it just was such a good balance of just, like, the softest things happening. But a compelling plot that pulled it forward. And then so also, like, side, like, side. You know, we're going to swap out to save, like, I'm going to pretend uh-huh. to be this other person to break someone out of prison to, like, <laughs> help them escape. Like, uh. Well, that's, like, so much happened. I also love this is a bit, like it's historical, so of course, mm-hmm. but I do love the vibes of like lock me in, but leave me the gun to, yeah. to the sheriff, and he's like, "All right, bet." The sheriff, he he was a real one. He knew what yeah. was up. He yeah. was like, "Can you just like stay? Like, I have to go to this recital." My he's wife, like, I'm gonna get like- in a lot of trouble if I lose you. Also, oh, and she's just like, "Yeah, sure, I promise to be here." Um. Mm, it. I'm like looking at my notes. I did love the repetition of your virgin body or her virgin body. Um, yeah, that one was fun to read. Just okay. All, like it was, he was just like your virgin body, <laughs> your virgin. I'm going to coax your virgin body. That was very fun. Um, all right. Oh my God. Wait, what was this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was like, the way I giggled when the first dude vanished. Um, <laughs> when? <laughs> yeah. That didn't explain anything. Um, no. When Janine kidnapped Hester, took her with the porter guy. He's like, oh, man, I'm a cuckold. Cuckold. I say cuckold, but it's cuckold. Um, and then Janine, like, drives her to wherever. And then shoe pops up and, like, all the villains. And then... Um, one by one, the men just start disappearing. Oh. <laughs> I was just, I was like, um, uh, Nicole Kidman, that meme after she divorced Tom Cruise, just like absolutely living her best life in that parking lot. I was so happy because I knew what was coming and it was great. Um, yeah, that was a fun time. Like, I just loved like every stage of this book because there were like so many different like distinct like stages of it Mm -hmm. but they were all so fun and just like how she can go from extreme chaos to extreme peace is astounding well and it's beverly jenkins so on top of that you're getting like a really quite intense amount of history Uh uh-huh but sometimes it'll just be like paragraphs (laughs) <laughs> where uh-huh. she's like, here's a little mini history lesson. And you're like, wow, vibes. Exactly. Didn't know any of this. No. It was just, I mean, I bowed down to the pacing and just the. Like, delivery. I don't think I knew about. 
I feel like I must have known about slave stealers, but I certainly didn't mm-hmm. know in any detail. Well, no, when it put it in such good perspective of like, if your papers were stolen, even if, even yeah. though she had like the papers at the courthouse or wherever, um, it was still like an intensely like vulnerable place to be in. Um, mm-hmm. And when the one woman and he was like no don't leave me i love you and she's like you literally mm. sold our sons because she had her daughters with her i believe um mm. and he's like it was business and then like she could literally because she was in michigan i think that's where it was michigan um she was able to just like leave him which i just found so because like she was free upon entering the state right um i thought that was a really powerful scene there are a um, lot of similar mm-hmm. like she uses that a lot like captured is another where like mm-hmm. one of, there's like a white guy like i guess he's technically her owner although she works for his sister yeah. um who like it's implied that he's like he thinks he's in love with her and like defends her and stuff and the guy is like then why haven't you freed her like yeah. if you love her so and also sold her children yeah so she's like there's li- like you've been nice in the sense mm-hmm. that, like, you haven't been awful to me, but you sure do own me and sold my children. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no coming back from that. No, exactly. And, honestly, to backtrack to the, like, beginning beginning with Hester's parents and how her father literally, um, like, offered to go into slavery to be with her mother. Yeah. That was intense. Like what a what a prologue to start with. Um, well, that and then you get the Union mm-hmm. soldiers killing yeah. her uncle, was it or yeah. grandfather or something like that? Yep. For it was really for no reason, yeah, just because no. they could essentially. Ugh. Which I thought was interesting that it was a mm-hmm. uh, it was she made a point of saying it was Union yeah. soldiers, and you still have to go hide because. Mm-hmm doesn't matter yeah and then the reunion with her mother at the end with the like his best gift was like finding her mother that took me out i wasn't prepared and then how he was like i want your birthday to be on christmas because i can just give you double the amount of gifts and then it actually was on christmas Ugh. i mean just like the love between them i i mean this is like the perfect insta love insta lust i don't know i mean on his end i mean she was she technically had a fiance um which when i found that out i was like boo but then it worked itself out when he (laughs) married janine i was like ha 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 (laughs) david linhog and his cuckolded me Hmm. have you seen crazy stupid love no oh david linhogan He's the garden variety cuckolder. Oh. Yeah, Steve okay. Carell gets cuckolded by Kevin Bacon. Okay. Um. So I was, like, really happy with how that played out because I had – oh, what was it? I don't even know. There was a book that I had just read that when also it was revealed that one of them had a fiancé. I was like, no, God, please, no. Um. But also – oh, yeah, was it another – was it Tempest? Because he was engaged to someone, right? No, no it wasn't Tempest. Tempest. Was it for? Was it the middle one? No, it was Forbidden. He's engaged for the... most of that book to the white girl. Oh yeah, duh, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, at the I point was like, where I was well, like, okay. Tempest is a mail order bride, so there's no I know I was way. like oh, that, that doesn't that he's engaged to her. Um, and Breathless yeah, by the point nice where place. it was like made no sense for that dude in Forbidden to still be engaged, it broke off. So I was like, fine. Um, but like, I was on the verge of being like, why is he still? Off Say what you will, but Ryan Fontaine, especially Ryan in the later books, can mm-hmm. get it. I liked him a lot more in the later books. I wasn't like the biggest fan of book one. Um. It just had, like, tropes that I just wasn't. I mean, it was still good. It was still I a fun time. read that book a very long time ago, so I don't mm-hmm. remember a ton of it. But I think regularly about the scene <laughs> where she's, like, kind of seeing that other guy. And he comes yeah. in and leans on the back of her chair. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, uncomfortable for everyone because that's a super possessive gesture. But it's so, like, deceptively casual to just, like, mm-hmm. put your hands on the back of her chair and kind of lean over her. And she goes off on him about it. And it, I think about it constantly. Because, 
that ma'am. She is sitting here with another guy. You are engaged to someone else. And he's like, nope, I am I am a male with one brain cell. And it says, Edie, I must <sighs> mark territory now. Oh, Ryan. But also, I specifically love him in the later books, in mm-hmm. the, like, dad mode of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also found it fascinating. I didn't expect it to go to her um, nieces, the, the mm-hmm. later books in the series, because I, like, hadn't read any summaries or anything. Um, so I found that so, in, like, I just wasn't – I was, like, trying to pick mm-hmm. out people in the town who would be, like, the next books, and I didn't even have it on my radar that it would be the, the yeah. two nieces. I need um, to, like, go back and look at – I mean, other people have made it, so I can just look up somebody mm-hmm. else's, but, like, the family tree, yeah. because, like, all of her books are – I think all of them anyway are interconnected mm-hmm. where like she's even said her contemporary romances like the romantic suspense are oh, really she, she thinks of them as descendants of her historical characters. oh yeah I've heard that yeah so because you get like Ryan is related to I think the Le- the Levesque side of the family or like his sister marries a Levesque like yeah. there's a so it like branches off and you can read either mm-hmm. side if and then we, like captured we- is like the ancestor it's a lot if we find one of them we'll link him in the show notes yeah i know people have done it Mm -hmm. um but i need to like read all the books so that then i can have mentally mapped out like who because every time they're like oh a levesque i'm like another one which who which (laughs) where are you in this well that's like that's like in the to catch a raven like that's like her most recent one yeah um gosh that's that's a really good one um i've said it before in this episode um well and like uh i'm reading wild rain i want to say which mm -hmm. is the second book in the i think it's the one right before to catch a raven um Mm -hmm. in the women who dare and the one before it rebel he's a levesque brother yeah uh so he's a levesque brother so he's one of the brothers of the hero from through the storm and indigo uh, hester and Galen from Indigo show up in Through the Storm. Really? Um, yeah, they make a brief appearance because they're... Oh, I think he, uh, the hero from Through the Storm is the friend who shows up in this book. Oh, okay, that makes sense. The Levesque one? Yeah. Okay. And so sense. he's like the oldest Levesque brother and there's a bunch of other Levesque mm-hmm. brothers. So one of the Levesque brothers is the hero in Rebel. And then Wild Rain is Spring Lee, Colt's sister from uh mm, yes so she's the, the heroine in this book oh my gosh and then is to catch a raven so they're they're all the what is the what did you kept saying last episode the the, the, the webs the, we weave the web the tangled web we weave or the something tangled like web yeah <laughs> it's all it's all it's all coming together yeah because i'm looking at uh to catch that a was raven. my gronk impression <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. I valued that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the most underrated the- movies of all time. Sorry. The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> just throwing that out there. That's a... I just, like... And watching that show live on television was a time. The show? Emperor's New Groove? The Emperor's New Groove is a movie. I thought there was a show, too. Um, Maybe. Oh, yeah, I think there was. Film series, yeah. It was, like, after, before or something. Well, I don't really care about that. Oh, my gosh. But Um, the movie, one of the most underrated movies of all time. It's wonderful. I mean, just turn him into a llama, why don't you? The sheer quotability of it all. (laughs) Pull the lever, crunk. Anyway, To Catch a Raven. Yeah. Um, So, the... The heroine of To Catch Raven is Raven Moreau, so I believe she's just friends with the Levesque, and they help um, deal with the villain. Because the the villain in that one, like, wronged the Levesque's, like, one of the, maybe it was, like, one of the wives of one of the Levesque's. Um, and so it's, like, retribution for that. Um, but then it's also retribution from Raven and Braxton. So it's just revenge, 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 shipping you off to um, Australia with, like, crazy bowels because i think they like fed her poison it was great it was lovely um and they're it's like stealing the declaration of independence so 
fantastic. Um, and I need I need to go back and reread the or not reread, just read for the first time the first two books in those series because I had just requested the um arc of that one. I didn't really like think anything of it. Um, yeah. Mm. I just valued this book so much. There were like so many lines. <laughs> there were like so many lines that I had to like pause and rewind and slow down my audiobook so I could like quote them. Um I just also thought <laughs> just the insults that were thrown at Janine. <laughs> Momentarily I'm a fan of misogyny <laughs> because and it was Foster, not Porter, or whatever I was saying. I'm looking at my note. Foster. Oh, okay. So sorry. I sure didn't recognize the name Porter. This no. makes more sense. Yeah, okay. So it's Foster. Um, I loved this quote. I don't care if you cuckold Foster with every man in the state, but lay your whorish tongue on Hester and I will destroy you. Whorish tongue is a great insult. And then Hester was like, yeah, she's an empty-headed little slut. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> oh my god. That's my better than revenge. <laughs> I think that's when I made the note of uh, there's nothing Miss Bev does better than revenge. Um, yeah. I, 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 I appreciated it because I was real angry at Janine. <laughs> and then she also had a revenge dress um, that she like put on. Um, it wasn't like to make him jealous. It was to like tell other people off. But I do love um, the micro trope of the revenge dress. Mm. I just wrote another book with a fantastic revenge dress. Did you? Mm-hmm. Underrated. So good. Beast of Bezek. Um, Ooh, that man. Yeah, that was a good book. Go to town on her in that revenge dress. Mm-hmm. He was. Was that so... the one with an opera scene, or is it the purple one? That it does have an opera yeah. scene. Yes. This yeah, was not the opera scene, although he no. also really likes her dress in that scene. Mm. He just that man was so horny, and he was like, "Get in my office right now, and we're gonna deal with this." It was a really good book. That entire series, I think, I just really enjoyed. Um, mm. go Emily Howard, she's amazing. Um, other quotes: "Thou'st ravished my heart." Hot. Oh. <laughs> if I waited for you to agree, the child you may be carrying would be married and have a child of its own. That was hilarious because she was taking so long to agree. <laughs> that, that had me giggling. Was that um, before she would marry him? Yeah. So it was after they had obviously had sex for the first time. And he's like, you could be carrying my child. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And then he was like, if you're taking longer to accept this marriage proposal, that child will be grown up and have a child of its own. <laughs> and then I he said, was. fuck it. <laughs> he really I'm did. going to church today. <laughs> Oh, God, this book. Oh, and then when he said, I think I hate it when you cry. It killed me. Oh, and also, we have a problem here, Petite. It's very certain I'm in love with you. Ugh. And that was only at 58%. So we still had lots more percents to go. And she gives me that line. <laughs> I wasn't going to do mental math that quick. Lots more percents is mathematical. It's correct. <laughs> Can't be disproven. <laughs> yeah. There was there was a literal lesson um, that was noted in the book, and that was that there are erotic pleasures found in uninhibited passion. Um, what else? Great points being made. Mm-hmm. Being a shameless woman can be very enjoyable. Sure. Sometimes you have to anonymously buy your the woman that you're in love with's land. Yes, that was also great. That poor the associate of him was trying to sell her the land, and she was like, "This is too much money." He's like very confused, and he was like, oh, "She was like okay, actually well, lower the offer," and he was like, and "He's like what? My employer is not going to be very happy about that, but okay." And then just like he was consistently perplexed. By he Hester. really was perplexed mm. by the, the he like to, didn't he like he was like apologetic delivering her things because uh-huh. he was like oh my god I'm <laughs> so sorry but here is another gift please yep. take it I can't take it back yep and then um um yeah different note I spoke like it was related but it's not 
um, I had just <laughs> I had just read something in between that. Um, when she you had talked you talked about a little bit before when she like switched out um to go into jail with the other mm. woman. Um, after what a that, scheme, by the way. What a scheme. I I was in the veterinarian parking lot because my dog was at the vet, and I was just like sitting in my car, just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, um, I remember where I was also. Ooh. I was taking a walk and I remember like the exact like there was something mm-hmm. about that scene where I was like, oh, well, the drama. It it was just like the the heist of it all. The heist of it all. Uh-huh. They and got then the when she pulled it's out like the a gun. group of bad bitch women. You mm-hmm. can see the like slow-mo like mm-hmm. action sequence of them walking in versus walking out. The oceans yeah. 11 8 of it all yeah i don't know i've never seen any of those movies oh oh, i love them so much um uh, my mom and so then that led to the scene afterwards where she was like traumatized from that experience because Mm -hmm. um if she wouldn't have had her gun in the jail cell it would have been really bad and then he just like held open his arms and she just like ran into his arms and then he just like sat down on a rocking chair and just held her (sighs) yeah not strong it was just like everything like after 30 percent like once that man wasn't in pain anymore he was in pain of the heart like once he wasn't in physical pain he was just like suffering because yeah there was very little prevarication of like am i gonna marry her like no he was like you're marrying me and so that's why i was so happy when foster had that whole wife situation i was like god bless it was amazing I was like, thank you for getting yourself a wife. Mm. And the fact that, like, she wouldn't have sex with him. <laughs> oh, what a sorry sucker he is. Uh, ooh, another note. Be Edward Cullen, because he sure was just sitting in her room watching her sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was I forgot just, like, about that. Sitting in the corner watching her just, like. So alarming. <laughs> yeah um i i just had to laugh at that one um because then she was also like undressing i think at a moment and he was also just in her room like at the bath she was like getting in the bathtub i mean god i just and he like dyed the fabric of his coach indigo i mean this guy just did everything he could to do the most it was actually like sickening how down yeah. how down bad he was yeah and i'm sorry like if a really hot guy shows up and you have to nurse him back to health and you have a fiance no you don't have a fiance <laughs> i'm sorry you actually no you don't not anymore heart fiance never heard of you don't like i'm sorry but like what what are you to do in that situation not like i'm picturing her just like turning around taking off an engagement <laughs> ring and like chucking it out yeah. the window yeah exactly fiance what fiance <laughs> that i just from the beginning he was just so good and i was like girl you're with this foster guy who is just a friend and it's mm. so that's oh I just love when there are such simple solutions to problems like that. Like like I said, with the, the severed heads in that Cressley Cole book, where the head was severed in the previous book, so then it didn't matter that, like, they were all, like, he, the brother was a point of contention because he was already dead. And this, Foster's already got a fiancé. Therefore, she's free. Free to... Ugh. Just free to try crazy things. <laughs> free from endless IOUs. Oh, that really sounded like a show tune. It wasn't. It was Barbie as the Princess of the Popper. Oh, bo- a boy. I the opening song. That soundtrack, yeah. no skips. It, yeah, that's. I... Rapunzel, I think. I think I said one in one episode it was Swan Lake, but Rapunzel was the one that was always my favorite because there's a scene where the evil stepmother like walks up the steps, and there's like a sound where her shoes make clicks yes. on the steps. Yeah, 
every day at school just shift my shoes on the steps because it reminded me of the evil stepmother. It was like such a satisfying sound. I don't know. Imprinted on me. I mean, that's valid, but um, there's no Barbie movie that holds a candle to the princess and the pauper. Have we had, we've had this discussion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're back on the Barbie discourse. (laughs) Just wait till the Barbie movie comes out. I am so excited for that. Um, And I have like all the Barbie ornaments, like since I was, since, honestly, I think the Nutcracker, I have like all of the um ones and they're like my prized possessions and so they've like escaped escapade with their lives um with various tree fallings overs um and like the swan lake one has the most delicate like fragile wings and i'm like if that were to break i would also break (laughs) because it's so pretty and like i have like i have to like put the ornaments on the tree first because all the barbies deserve their like perfect spots and like swan lake is heavy and so is rapunzel and I have a Princess and the Popper, a Fairytopia. Yeah. I had the uh, the actual Barbie dolls of the Princess and the Popper mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. and they had buttons, so they both sang two songs. So they would mm-hmm. sing each of them on their own individual solos. But then if you press them, it's supposed to be <gasps> if you press them at the same time, they would sing the duet. But I very clearly remember one of them had a slight delay. So oh. I had it timed where i would hit like one and then wait exactly the right amount of time to hit yeah. the other one so that they would perfectly line up and sing their little duet that is mm. amazing mm. indeed anyway what else? anything else i think that hester would love barbie princess and the pauper <laughs> I think she would love Erica. Mm. That's all. I have I have no knowledge of this. I will agree. As you should. <laughs> Erica is the indentured servant. Okay. She's the blue the blue dress one? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. She's a cat who barks like a dog. She falls in by the way, when I was a kid, I I liked Annalise better because she's mm. the, the princess who who's in love with her tutor. Mm-hmm. Um and and they get to like be together. He also so down bad for her. Um, however, having rewatched as an adult, I was severely underrating King Dominic, who is the he's dumb, supposed dumb, to come dumb, marry. Dumb, dumb. You're so right. He was supposed to come marry Princess Annalise, who is actually Erica wearing a blonde wig. And I mean, what a romance her. novel in a movie. Yes, he falls for her when they, like, sing a duet together, and then he, like, comes to talk to her, but she's in the bath, so he doesn't see her or anything. He's just standing on the other side of the door, Um, and she- They let that in the Barbie movie? Yeah. She's in the bath for a minute, and then she, like, is dancing around in, like, a fluffy robe. (laughs) Okay, that feels more Barbie. (laughs) It's not- Whatever. She's, like, blowing bubbles, and her cat is trying to- meow instead of bark and she sings a very lovely song about how she loves him just the way he is um, and King Dominic is on the other side of the door and he hears her singing this song and he, you can you can hear it in the silence um, you can see it in his eyes uh, instantly and then let's discuss the feminism of all of this she so they're in love it's revealed who they actually are and he like breaks her out of prison knowing that she was lying to him Okay, mm-hmm. so he does all okay, of this. Okay, Evie Dunmore bringing saves down the, the day, <laughs> saves the day, and then at the end of the movie, she has always dreamed of like being a singer and going and touring mm-hmm. around the world. And so mm-hmm. he, I think, gives her an engagement ring and is like, "Go live your dream. I'll be here waiting when you get back." And she goes off and sings That's all healthy. around the world, and then she comes back and they get married. Wow! 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 <laughs> Um, the romance of it all. The romance of it the, all. The Barbie feminism of it all. <laughs> That's all. I just really love King Dominic. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Thank you. It wasn't relevant to this, except that I think that Hester would appreciate that. Cool. That's I it. I don't know another word besides That's cool. That's all I've got. That's my yeah. final thought. <laughs> I don't I don't have a lot left either in me. Just mm. Mm. I just like when you said 
when you were like, uh, yeah, like everyone who reads it, it's like five stars. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's very correct. Like, I actually don't trust you if you read yeah. it. I, uh, maybe four stars, I guess. I think like any, like four or five, just because it's like, it just meshes so well because, you know, I love a good, um, you know, no third act breakup, very smooth, lazy river romance. That's just like cute things being cute. Um, but like it did that, but it also had the drama and the angst and the kidnapping and, um, and it just kept it so well. Like the two just like storylines. Oh God. Yeah. 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 And again, that yeah, yeah, yeah. original cover is so beautiful. This is true. And he's a guy oh, who could I rock need a mustache. It. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not a mustache I fan. Need however, I need it. yeah. <laughs> I watched that episode too many times as a kid. I'm Sandy. I'm Pinhead Larry. <laughs> gotta stop how many spongebob references have we too made many, by now? too many i've watched ever like yeah i've watched a lot of spongebob in my day back in the day um 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 um, um what were you saying mustache 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 man mustache man he has one yeah i because he he like got a mustache like halfway through the book and i was like ooh, that's a move um she liked it so go her that's good for her i like you i'm not a fan um of just a soul mustache but he had Uh, beverly jenkins is though he Mm -hmm. is not her only mustachioed hero no and i also respect that yep i do like the commitment uh i just like, just the piece of reading a Beverly Jenkins book, knowing that the villains are just going to get everything coming to them, is just so singular and, like, so specific to reading Beverly Jenkins. Because, like, it all is so perfect at the end. <laughs> like, I just, I love her respect to dealing with, like, the um, the side villains, too. It's just so good. Well, we did it. I I don't know what else to say. Five no. stars, all the stars, no notes. No, no. Well, I mean, I took a lot of notes, but like. Well, I, no No notes. critical notes. Just yeah. incoherent. Ah, True. Notes Unrelatable. Uh, if yeah. you for some reason listen to this episode without having read Indigo, which, you know, power to you if you don't care about spoilers. Mm-hmm. You should go read Indigo. There's a lot that we didn't talk about. <laughs> That's so I true. Like I don't know spoiled, how to cover. We spoiled a good amount, but there's a lot that we didn't talk about. So because well, there's all the little like external plot yeah. things that I don't even remember. Exactly. It was like, just it's just so, so fascinating how it all works another. out and how it all fits together. Yeah. And again, you're at thirty percent. Like, wow, this book could be over, and then it isn't, and it's perfect. <laughs> um. But then it well, isn't. Um, what would you say the lesson from Indigo would be? There were several several that I... If a man wants to buy you a bunch of stuff... Let him? Maybe you don't have a fiancé after all. <laughs> the best gift of all is a vigilante who's gifted sexually there we go uh yeah i would i would have to agree if a really hot guy <laughs> shows up and gives you gifts and you have a fiance no you, you don't. don't have a fiance and i support that um yeah perfect marvelous now for the outro portion of this oh. podcast um i don't know what our episode's going to be next week it's tbd oh man (laughs) we sure have not decided no whoops no our next next episode is uh is it flowers in the storm or flowers from from the storm storm? from the storm um by laura kinzale 
with a we special, have a special guest. Look at us. Mm. I'm very excited for that. We're going to read that this week. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned on what next um, next week's episode on Friday is. Well, um, maybe we'll do, you, like, a fun little roundup. We haven't done one of those in a very long we time. We haven't. I agree. That would be fun. Um, and there is one roundup that we wanted to do in season one that we were planning on and then the strike hit and so we nixed it because we didn't want to do it without including avon books my life may have flashed before my eyes just because there are so many good ones and i'm like how am i gonna cover all of them we're gonna have to narrow down and make some cuts yeah cool well we're being vague and mysterious Mm. but it'll have a purpose she's so Um, quirky and mysterious (laughs) Yeah, Who I'm are the least they? mysterious purpose. Purpose? Oh my god, <laughs> the least mysterious purpose. I don't even know why I said I. What? I, I, we're not I don't mysterious. Know. Um, my my brain. Um, what I was gonna say <laughs> is that um, if you noticed, there wasn't a TBR Tuesday this week, and you haven't seen on socials or our newsletter. Um, just Mother's Day happened. Caroline's dad's birthday happens um we just didn't have time to record and then next week would be an off week so we're going to come back on the 30th i think with that one and by that time we'll have read books to talk about um we'd both not read like a ton for an episode um again you can find out that information first if you are subscribed to our newsletter and we've um, included we sent one this week and there'll be another one next yeah. week of just like a few little more book recommendations yes so um Oh, yeah, I meant to mention this in the um, the last um, old school we did. I want to know if anyone recognized um, the bell that I did at the beginning. So, like, there's the bell at the beginning of the episode, and then there's, like, a little, like, chime bell before, like, whatever it is. Um, and that was an ode to Greece, if anyone caught that. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, so I had to say it because I assumed as much. Oh, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, duh. Duh, duh. Yeah, so wanted to put that out there. Um, Also, wait, before we wrap up the outro, I remember the thing I also meant to say, which is that Caitlin, who is a friend slash listener, um, called me out um, because apparently I I was watching the Kentucky Derby just like on TV. I didn't have subtitles or anything. Apparently it is Mattress Mac. The guy oh. who places all the bets, not Mattress What a Matt, tangled web assumed. you wove. She was like, as a native Houstonian, like it hurt me a little every time you said that wrong. And I was like, I'm Sad. so sorry. I truly didn't know. So my apologies to Mattress Mac and his various fans um, for getting his name wrong. I have since been corrected. Wow. Okay. Well, I was in the grapes. Grape. Oh my God. I was in the grapes. <laughs> I was in the great slump. Twenty twenty three. Caroline's currently in her scandal era. The great <laughs> cancel Caroline twenty twenty three. The great scandal of twenty twenty three. I'm gonna um, disappear. I'm gonna be in my reputation era. If anyone needs me, uh, there'll be no explanation. Just reputation. No. Nobody's heard from me for months. Doing better. You're doing than better I than you was. ever. I was the way I was saying it would not have been grammatically correct, so that would have been sad. And you ever was? Yeah. Anyway, literally nothing else is coming to my brain. So nope. It was just we're gonna we're gonna end this before it's any more of this. UPS is here. <laughs> I have a really hot UPS driver. Just Mine's- putting that out there old well this guy is sometimes okay so my dog barks at everybody because he's scared of people except for us mm-hmm. and he just like woof 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 and he chases the woof, trucks woof, away woof. as if he was the yeah. one who is responsible for making sure they don't stop here um i don't know he has a lot of opinions but ups <laughs> most of the time they will give him a treat Aww. um at the gate and mm-hmm. so he will still bark at them that never stops him but then he'll go up to the gate and wait <laughs> for them to give him his treat and then sometimes he then barks as they drive away. 
However, sometimes, and I always watch because it makes me laugh, but it also makes me sad. Sometimes they won't give him a treat, like if it's a different driver, but he's standing there waiting for his treat. And almost every single time I've seen this happen, he'll be standing there waiting and they like don't give him a treat. They just turn around and go back to the truck and he'll go, whoa, 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 and like (laughs) bark at them as they go back. Like he's so offended. That's sad. I know it is. It is a little. It's fine. He gets treats literally every night, so it's <laughs> really not a big deal. Um, but it does make me laugh every time. He's like, wah, 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 wah. like you tell him, Scoob. What's the name? It's Scooby. I heard Scoop. Oh well, I said <laughs> Scoob. Scoob. That makes sense. I was like, why did you call your dog Scoop? <laughs> What a name. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, the one and only. You can see him featured on my Instagram somewhere, you can maybe. You see him in the silence. In the, yes, you can definitely see him on Forever's Instagram. <laughs> He's definitely been on there. Yeah, I should have known it was Scooby. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> How many times can we reference those specific songs? I don't know. We just say those phrases a lot. We got to stop. I mean, what great marketing to just write a song that can be a phrase. Like, so write a song that can be a phrase. Yes. Oh, okay. We got to wrap this up. Um, Yeah. Um, School's over. Stan Beverly Jenkins. Stan Beverly Jenkins. Stream stream indigo out now (laughs) school's over don't miss the bus you're so right don't forget your lunchbox don't forget your lunchbox hope your after school snack is great um and enjoy any extracurricular activities Mm. that you have mine involves sitting on my bed and reading books yeah and staring at the ceiling listening to audiobooks Yeah. Okay, bye-bye.